hey hello hi what's up we're back again another episode hello <laughs> how's everybody doing today uh we're back middle of uh april and i got some stuff to talk about so let's uh let's 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 uh let's do some talking And welcome to the queue with your host Quentin Oro Nerd, as you should know me by now. Hello, what's up? How's everybody doing? How's your day been? Well, it's been good. Hopefully, you've had a good time. Uh, I've had a great week, honestly. Um, and so far today uh, has been great. So hopefully, yours is as well. Um, as you can kind of hear in the audio, uh, I am working on upping the production quality uh, for everything uh, to do with the podcast and my uh, stuff. So. What does that mean? Um, pretty much, I found some software to uh, edit Blue Yeti. Um, so you can actually add like compressors and equalizers and just makes it overall sound like a better like studio quality microphone instead of just a uh, USB microphone that it is. It's not just plug and play anymore. Um, and I don't have to, I have some stuff tweaked in Audacity to improve upon that uh, for the uh, remuxing and whatnot to... Uh, output a higher quality as well so between those two pieces of software uh, hopefully this sounds premium and then I'm working in Premiere Pro uh, I think it's 2016 I think is the uh, copy that I secured um, but regardless it's also a better quality than Sony Vegas um, it renders better has more tools has better plug-in support um, has a lot more features than what Sony Vegas has so I can do better production there as well so expect an overall better, uh, higher fidelity experience with at least this audio uh, platform. Um, I'm working on figuring out workflows for videos, uh, which speaking of which we'll talk about in a moment, uh, a video that I will be recording shortly um, after I finish recording here, I will be taking care of that video. Um, but anyways, sorry to get back on track. Yes, everything should sound just a tiny bit more premium and crisp and a little bit cleaner. Um, I still do have some more improvements uh, hardware-wise. Um, I have a, uh, what is this called? A microphone uh, puff ball on top to reduce the uh, peaking of S's and P's so that it doesn't sound as tinny or uh, treble, isn't as high. I believe that's the term. Um, yeah, the, the high tones aren't very high and peaking and the low tones still sound good. And obviously the mid in the middle is great. Um, so I have that on there, but I'm also going to be picking up a pop filter to uh, add a easier uh, distinguishation between distance of me and the microphone. Um, basically the pop filter will be pushing my mouth farther away so that I'm not right on top of the microphone or uh, accidentally like going backwards and forwards on the mic and increasing and decreasing the overall decibel levels of the microphone, what it's picking up. Um, just trying to make it consistent on audio quality across the board. So I plan on picking that up eventually. I don't know if I'm going to pick it up before we move here in July or June even, sorry. Um, it might happen. We'll see. If I do, uh, you'll obviously be able to tell because it'll be more consistent uh, decibel levels across the board on my uh, 
all of my content really <laughs> um so yeah looking to do a bit more upgrading there but the software wise uh, i've got it about as good as i can i think uh so yeah hopefully uh hopefully you noticed <laughs> and if not uh, now you know and can appreciate it uh that much more so really what what, what are we going to talk about this week uh, i'm trying to think of what's been happening what's to be discussed uh, just looking at the calendar, nothing really uh, exciting has happened. Uh, today we went to the post-op visit uh, for Murphy on his tooth pull and neutering. Uh, they said his sutures are fantastic, healing well, no issues there, and his tooth and his gums and all that stuff are uh, looks like they're adjusting well and nothing's looking like uh, infected or anything like that. So he is perfectly healthy, perfect clean bill of health from the vets today. So Murphy is officially no more on drugs or have any medical issues. So that's exciting. <laughs> um, we're happy for him. Um, and then, you know, we put out, we finally put down some money on our home. I don't know if I've really talked about it, but uh, we're getting a duplex in Charleston. Um, so we'll be moving up there in June, like I said a little bit ago. And it will be, I won't say it's going to change much as the way of this content. Um, it's going to give me, it's going to afford me more time to actually produce content because I'll be closer to home and uh i will have more time to work on things um more than i have now just because i get home i have to like immediately make dinner and then i need to go to bed by like 9 10 o'clock so i can get up early enough to get to work whereas uh, moving to charleston gives me that 30 extra minutes which ends up making a, a large difference um for everything um because that means i can actually do things before it's dark outside and can actually record videos instead of just doing uh audio stuff that i'm doing right now because I don't have good lighting, so I want to use as much natural lighting as I can when I can. So, really only gives me time on weekends, which is really the only time that I spend time with Boston or any of my family of any kind. So, the uh, living there will allow me to still have daylight to record things that I actually want to record with talking head videos and actual IRL content. Um, and also, uh, you know, just as I wouldn't say it's a nicer space than what's here. I think this is a very good place to do some recordings. It's very nice and uh, aesthetically looks like what we wanted to, but it's not uh, 100% what we, what I want uh, it to look like. But moving to the place we're going to, I can build out a complete room how I want it to be. I have my own complete office. Um, so that will be nice to have and I can put in things that I want and I can get the proper lighting that I need. Um, the space will be conducive for creating videos. Um, so that'll be nice. Um, I'm looking forward to all of that. Um, but that leads me pretty much uh, seamlessly into what I'm going to be recording after I'm done here. So you guys will hear about this uh, on Monday, but I'm recording it and I'm not sure when it's going to be edited or uploaded. I have a few days next week to work on that. Um, so it might end up making it by next week. Um, this isn't necessarily... Uh, well, I have two videos in mind but uh, I'm recording one of them first and I'll upload it after. Um, the one I'm going to record, to be precise, uh, I'm going to work on uh, how I use my phone. The video, uh, the updated video on my phone analytics that I made a few years ago back when I still lived at my parents' house. Um, I'm coming back to that uh, video uh, from a fresh perspective on internet culture, social media, technology, and how uh, phones in, are incorporated in my life and how I use technology today and all of the information I have about uh, technology and things of that nature. 
has been uh you know i've had three to four years to research and to dig into and so i think i have some more things to bring up more than just uh doing a rundown of what's on my phone and what apps are using up my time um i said really that was my starting point of really beginning to understand how phones affect uh, not just mine but everybody's daily life and how not necessarily reducing it but being conscious of how you use it can improve your life uh tremendously so yeah that's basically the idea for that episode or this this coming video is to talk about that concept um in a more nuanced and full completion of my thoughts about it i think it's the best way to say it um i haven't really worked on a script for that specifically but uh, I do have some good topics and points that I want to bring up and discuss. Uh, so hopefully I'll have enough uh, daylight to actually do that. Um, so we'll see. Uh, not doing it outside. I'm just recording it in the other corner of my room here. But um, there's only one ceiling light that's very yellow. And I want to be able to use some of the legit sun to have better uh, quality on my camera. Just because I don't have a very, uh, very high quality lens i need as much light as possible to make the image look clear and not be all film grain and i don't really want to use my iphone to record it because i'm going to be using it as a prop so i can't do that um, <laughs> i could use my older phones but um i need the analytics that are off my phone as well so i won't be doing that but anyways uh yeah that's the video i'm going to be recording and of course i've already talked about um the retrospective the eight year look back on my uh, social media presence uh, that one is still being worked on i'm building an actual script on that one um and taking some time to figure out how to do that as a video concept as a video essay thing um, so those two videos will come out when they come out um i'm going to be finishing the uh, eight year look back before i release my phone video so you may not actually see that for like a few months it really just depends on what happens um but with that being said, you know, it's uh, it's going to happen. So expect it at some point. You guys get uh, early briefing on that. And and if you're interested, um, all of my videos in this series, when they are done being edited, they will be put on Patreon. So they'll more than likely just be like unlisted videos on YouTube unless I come up with like a better situation to do that. Um, so if you want to gain access to those early, I will have all of that in the I don't know which tier i think it should be all three tiers should give you access to that because i think the um the three dollar one just gets you access to videos early and the five dollar gets you everything from the three dollar plus behind the scenes content and then the ten dollar gives you all of that plus um bonus content of whatever i end up making when i make it will be released for them specifically but three dollars minimum uh that will get you access to my unlisted playlist uh, is what i'm going to call it the unlisted playlist i think it'll just be called unlisted but that'll have all of my videos that i uh don't actually publish but are in a uh unlisted playlist i think you can do that um i think you can put uh i think you know i can make a playlist and it's just empty for the outlooking person but anybody that actually has the link to the playlist i don't know i don't know how that works uh, you may just have to give them a direct link to the video uh, i'll figure it out it'll all be in a playlist for me but i will post those links as i release them so the phone video when i'm done processing it and editing it it will be unlisted until i finish um my eight year look back which then at that point they would both become public um but you you as patreon supporters would gain access to that phone video early and anything else that i record in the meantime 
um, and then things would be sequentially uh, uploaded after that point. So I may have six or seven videos ready to go and concepts figured out and finished before I get to actually doing the full uh, editing and recording and all of that for the eight-year look back and doing uh, how I want that to look. Um, I could, you know, have a bunch of videos just waiting, and so you have a nice little backlog of things to watch um, in the meantime, and then the first video will come out, and then each each week after that, uh, the next one in the series will be uploaded. So you may uh, may see those being uploaded and think it's new content, but you may have already seen it on Patreon. Uh, but uh, either way, you know, the, those videos will eventually be out there for everybody to watch at some point. Um, uh, the idea is to get it done before the end of 2022, because the idea is to the year of 2022 is the year of retrospection. Um, just because that's really uh, the vibe that I've been feeling so far in the first uh, four or five months of uh, this year. I think it's actually yeah, we're in the fifth month or something like that, April. Um, so I've just been not necessarily nostalgic, but uh, definitely uh, like introspective on things that I've been doing in, uh, in my life and the positive and negative effects that it could have. So that will be a thing that exists. Uh, on the YouTube channel, which will be on the owner channel just because I don't uh, don't have any reason to put it on a separate channel. Um, I don't think that's necessary for this kind of content because I do want this to be uh, something that everybody can watch and it's on a popular site. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the idea uh, for some content that's coming up soon. So look forward to that, I guess. Uh, I know I am. And I've talked about it in the last three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, uh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit sorry about that. Uh, anyways, um, sorry, I'm watching, uh, some Genesis, uh, eight or whatever, whatever the current, um, smash tournament that's going on right now. So, uh, just, just interested. Uh, sorry, I was just, uh, sidetracked for a second, but yeah, other videos that are coming out, of course, I talked about the, uh, the GameCube controller. Uh, thing is going to be happening um, and maybe some live streams if I get in some more uh, slippy tournaments uh, I'll live stream those um, yeah I'm gonna grab a drink so you know I'm looking around um, for any other content ideas that I was thinking of um, and something that uh, I kind of want to discuss but again I need to have a full script on this and I still need to make like an entire episode dedicated to this uh, you know a whole pod uh, based around this whole um mini series of some kind i don't know how i want to structure it but um discussing cryptocurrency and nfts it's been a long time since i brought that subject up on uh here on the pod so i do apologize if anybody is uh triggered by those words um or anybody that's been annoyed that i even uh, brought it up to begin with um i feel sorry for you that you feel that way um <laughs> But I was having a really, really good conversation with uh, one of my work uh, work guys, uh, Cameron, on uh, Friday, yesterday, as I'm recording this. But on Friday, we were talking about um, cryptocurrency, NFTs, um, the general influencer culture right now. Um, and uh, I really felt like I was educating him more than we were having a dialogue about it. So um, that's something that I always thought of as unique in the space is it's not really it's hardly ever a dialogue you know um i will i will put this thought out here uh because it, it, it's abstract enough from cryptocurrency and the topic the idea of it um as a whole that i think it, it's fine that i just bring up just this individual thought process but uh 
the whole like culture of uh, NFTs and cryptocurrency as a whole. It feels like the influencers aren't, uh, it's not a collaborative, it's not a dialogue, it's not a conversation that occurs um, in the space. It's definitely feels and is very much uh, a lecture, a teaching moment, a uh, let me tell you about it and tell you how you're wrong or you're right. But it's never a conversation of is this right or is this wrong or how should this be structured uh it's more of this is how it's structured and this is what you're going to do um it's very uh authoritative um as as it were um which i think is the absolutely the worst possible thing for any community ever to be um, it's very condescending and um, definitely does not cater to the beginner, uh, the new person. They always feel like they're being talked down to. They feel like they're dumb. They feel like they're uh, out of the loop. They shouldn't be in the space, which is completely wrong. It's the wrong way to go about it in many ways. Um, and it always feels like the person trying to, air quotes, educate, it feels like they're being a little bit scummy. Um, you know, like they're trying to push an agenda of some kind to improve their own gains, which in a way that's that's what's going to happen because if you're in on cryptocurrency and you're teaching somebody new, that means that they're jumping in at a point a lot higher than what you're at and you're going to profit off of it. So it's an inescapable thing that occurs in most, most financial uh, uh, industries. So it's not really a new thing and it's not something necessarily inherently wrong. Um, but it's just something to be conscious of when you are both learning about and uh, existing in the space that is uh, financial stuff. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was very interesting. Our conversation was very much, um, he understood what, you know, Bitcoin was and he knew that cryptocurrency and NFTs existed, but he didn't, he, he, he didn't really understand the culture of why or the uh, utility of these things. He knew, uh, you know, yes, it can be a good thing and it is a very interesting uh, topic to be uh, evolved in the future, but at its current uh, trajectory in the current ecosystem, it's just not, it's not okay, it's not right. There's a lot of problems with it. And I feel like that's like the general idea that people have with uh, uh the entire web three as a whole um and they always lump it all together which i also think is a very terrible way to look at it um which you know it does sound like i'm trying to educate so i do apologize um but personally i believe that it is something that is very segmented because it's, it's the same concept as uh like normal money like us dollar there's many different facets of the u.s economy there's industry uh, business people there's entrepreneurs that are building new businesses investing in them there's putting your monies in stocks and bonds there's putting your money in a bank directly and earning investments and doing compound interest that way there's putting in iras roth iras um your 401k portfolios um, all of these things are different facets that are all talked about separately and are completely different from each other even though they're all inherently from the same root thing which is the us dollar Cryptocurrency is very much, and so is NFTs by extension, very much the same way. It's more worth your time to compartmentalize them 
as a thing in above themselves. And then NFTs, of course, break down even more. And cryptocurrencies on their side break down even more as well. They're not just one solid cube. They need to be broken down into multiple sections and should be thought of as separate things. So you should never um, think that it is such a... Uh, fixing one thing won't fix it all. And changing one thing will... Yes, it could change all of it. Um, changing the root thing, of course, being the blockchain um, itself will uh, inadvertently take down everything else around it, of course, because that's what everything's built on. Um, which you can't technically change the blockchain, but you can if enough people agree on it. Um, <laughs> so that's a discussion for the individual podcast itself. But just the conversation that me and Cameron were having, it just enlightened me a little bit on not necessarily the layman because he's also in uh it and technologies that's his uh, also he's a part of that wheelhouse of information and technology and understanding so it's not like a complete layman a complete new uh idea for him or even um somebody like that in that industry we understand it a bit more inherently than others just because we're working in that ecosystem already um just a second i have a all right. Uh, very sorry about that. I had a phone call there. I think um, so. Yeah. What I was talking about was the the concept of cryptocurrency, that Web three uh, industry as a whole. So um, I think I really kind of did, you know, finish my thoughts that I had on it. So um, at least uh, the conversation I had with Cameron, um, I think it was uh, not necessarily productive, productive, but um, I, it enlightened me a little bit on uh, a topic that I hadn't really been thinking about for a while, um, which was, of course. Um, why it exists to begin with and why uh it's not really important right now in um society um and i'm, I'm currently working on a script for that as well um but i I've, I've always thought of it being very interesting it's a very interesting concept um as a whole web 3 is um and i'm very interested to see where that uh goes in the future so uh expect that to just still be a topic that's flo floating around my um, sphere of influence because it's something that I'm interested in. So it's something that will be talked about. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So trying to think of anything else, uh, that was on my mind that I wanted to talk about to discuss, um, nothing really that pressing. Um, you know, I'm working on building out a few things for my home network, which I think I've discussed. Um, I think they talked about, um, uh, my builds that I'm going to be doing, uh, but uh, I'm actually looking right now to upgrade my keyboard. Uh, the plan is to buy that uh, sometime in May. Um, I'm looking at a few different brands, Gateron Reds versus uh, Gateron Browns. Probably not going with Browns, I'm probably going to go with Reds, but you know, I'm looking at different keycaps and things like that. Uh, I'm looking for like a 75% keyboard, so pretty much cutting off the uh, numpad because I do want to separate my numpad. I want to get a separate numpad just because I don't like where it sits, and I would rather be on the right side of my mouse instead of my left, just personal preference. Don't know why, but just something that I think will be better. Um, so I'm gonna be picking up a keyboard that has that chopped off and then buying a separate one um, at some point. Um, and then, you know, also working on getting an iPad and upgrading my Apple Watch, things like that. Uh, speaking of which, sorry, that's, that's a financial episode that also needs to come out. Um, I have some stuff that I think I've talked about, right? I've discussed my credit uh, increase, credit line increase, and the path to Apple actually existing. Um, so that will be coming once I get my Apple card. Uh, I'm going to talk about that experience and kind of give you my review on getting an Apple card, um, which I haven't fully decided if that's going to be an audio only experience or if that's going to be a talking head 
um, that I might upload as an episode. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do that one yet. I'm still working on that one. <laughs> um, but uh, in the case of entertainment, I do I do want to talk about uh, what I've been watching recently. Uh, so when Murphy had a surgery, um, I worked from home the following two days to be with him. Um, and that meant uh, I had to have something in the background for him to uh, not be concerned about what was happening outside and around the house. He could just relax and lay on the couch. Um, so I watched uh, all of What If. It was actually really good. Um, I've, I've watched, I watched the first half of them already, um, but uh, the second half um, I finished. Um, and to, to uh, kind of don't really want to break it down too much because it's not important. The entire What If as a uh, as a show isn't important to anything. It's very it's just an interesting concept. Um, I think it's the best way to put it. Uh, it's it was definitely fun. It was geared towards children, um, and it has no no in my opinion, has no overarching importance to the MCU or any of the other TV shows. It just kind of uh, extrapolates upon, uh, you know, the term, what if, obviously. Um, what if this happened instead of that? Or what if, you know, Ultron did actually win and he had the vision body? How would that turn out? Which I think is a very interesting concept where he really went with uh, went out the, outside the dimensions of the multiverse. I thought it was a very interesting concept. Um, just mild spoilers there, but... Uh, I don't expect Josh Broland or whatever, whoever that was, to come back as Ultron anytime soon. Uh, whoever that guy was, I can't remember. Sorry, Josh Brolin might be Thanos. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, the show, I, I definitely did enjoy it. Um, it's better than WandaVision, and it's quite a bit better than um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but nowhere close to Loki at all. Loki's by far the best TV show I've ever seen in my entire life, and it's the best piece of marvel uh content to ever exist um and i will stand by that up to um i mean it's probably true also for hawkeye also for uh black widow also for eternals and also for um what is it moon knight um i haven't watched any of those i've been watching a little bit of hawkeye I watched the first two episodes it's very good um i do like the style it's very much not uh beat em up uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier slash Captain America vibe. It's much more uh, low-key action, which I prefer. Um, so uh, I'm a fan of that. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's going to be good. Um, and yes, Loki does beat out the Spider-Man and um, Guardians of the Galaxy. It does win, in my opinion. It's just better. Um, now for humor, obviously, if you like funny stuff, Guardians of the Galaxy wins, 100%. Um, if you like the... Uh, like spider-man obviously spider-man's going to win <laughs> um but if you like marvel as a whole and the concepts of the multiverse and the mcu and the comics the logies just bar none wins on um execution uh art style video production music sound mixing um and general just concept is just better um, Spider-Man doesn't necessarily even really hold a candle to it, in my opinion. I think the trilogy is good, and I do like Peter Parker's character, and I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and I think Spider-Man No Way Home is the best MCU movie to come out in the entire series. It isn't... It just isn't better than Loki. But also, Loki takes a little bit more and needs more things to stand on. So, again, as a singular thing, I don't think Loki is a good show. Uh, for you to just watch if you're not an MCU, uh, you don't understand the MCU. I think uh, Loki does, it, uh, it needs 
other MCU films for you to get the full uh, experience out of it. Whereas Spider-Man, I do think, can live in a container of itself. The three, three, the trilogy can live uh, inside of itself without needing the others. Um, obviously, Tony Stark, you need to understand, is Iron Man, but it explains that in the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, and then, of course, the Avengers, you see the beginning, that's more or less explained enough for you to understand. And then the other Spider-Men later on, you get all of that context. You understand everything that's happening in all of them. And then also going overseas, you kind of you know who S.H.I.E.L.D. is, but they give you enough context to get it. Um, the only thing you don't get in No Way Home is the scrolls at the end. So again, mild, mild spoilers. Very sorry for that, but it's an old movie. 2019 is when it came out, so it's a few years old. But the scrolls that came in at the end, um, you have to uh, you have to have watched um, uh, Captain or yeah, Captain Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, Captain Marvel. Marvel. What? I think that's right. Right? I can't remember the name of that film. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, you have to watch that one to understand who the scrolls even are. So that one takes a little bit more uh, to stand on, but not as much as Loki. Loki, you have to watch all of the Avengers movies. You have to watch all or at most. <laughs> you don't necessarily need to watch Thor or Thor 2, but you definitely need to know uh, who Loki is and who Thor is and who all the Asgardians are. And then, of course, you need to know about multiverse travel, which uh, kind of digs into Doctor Strange, digs into later Iron Man, digs into, of course, the rest of the Avengers movies again. That's where they come up. So you need a bit more context there to really fully appreciate what's happening uh, with Loki. But I think it is just, it's beautiful. It's an amazing, perfect show, in my opinion. It's a 10 out of 10. It wins. Um, greatest TV show I've ever seen. Um so yeah i watched uh watched some marvel content uh, <laughs> um i actually watched some stuff so other things that we're going to be getting into is severance i'm going to be finishing black mirror um so expect uh, me to have thoughts about both of those uh black mirror is just in my wheelhouse of already uh the things that i'm interested in anyways and then i've heard severance is very very good ben stiller i'm a fan of ben stiller's uh production um tropical thunder is a bit uh sus um, and Zoolander's definitely dumb, but his uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty is, well, it used to be my all-time favorite movie. Uh, it's, it's still a beautiful movie, and I still am a huge fan of it. It's still top five for me, but um, I do think that movies like WALL-E and uh, Spider-Man um, Homecoming have uh, beaten that one for me uh, subjectively. So it's still in my top five favorite movies of all time, but it's not uh, my number one anymore. It used to be. It was my number one until Spider-Man Homecoming came out, and then I rewatched Wally and realized that it's just a fantastic film, um, which I could talk about all of that. Um, I do have uh, an idea for that wiggling around in my head, um, talking about favorite movies and reasons why I love them. Um, I think I could talk about that for an episode or two or five. I might even dedicate uh, a mini series to it on the pod. I don't know. Um, you know, dedicating an entire episode to uh, my, top, my top 10 where I spend 10 episodes talking about this film. Not not in a row. Um, it'll definitely be broken up by things like this where it's a melting pot of things that I want to talk about. But uh, I feel like that is a good mini-series for me to have audio only for. Um, I think it would be fun to discuss my favorite uh, films. So with that being said, you know, I appreciate everybody being in here. I'm trying to keep this at around 30 minutes. I think that's a good, uh, good solid time. Um, personally, you know, I'm a fan of hour to two hour content um, when it's funny. Um, so like The Yard and The Triforce and a couple other like comedy podcasts. Uh, 
I, I would prefer them uh, being longer because uh, I like the funny uh, back and forth happening for longer. Um, I think that that just works well for that uh, that genre. Versus um, informational things, I would like it to be within a 30 to 45 minute range. Something where it's like, if it's 20 minutes, I feel like it might be a bit rushed of information and I might not fully understand it. But if it's like more than an hour to two hours, it's more of like, I might get bogged down in the minute details of everything and forget what the the beginning idea, the concept of it all was and lose the trail kind of thing. So I think for informational versions, uh, which is mostly what I'm talking about on the pod, I think it's better to be in a 30 to sub 40 range just to help uh, retention and keeping the concept as uh, central as possible without being too tangential and feeling like uh, I'm getting too deep and too long in a subject where you lose the uh, lose the thread. Um, so I want to keep it around about 30 minutes is basically what I'm trying to say. So I appreciate everybody being in here, uh, whatever time of day it is, whatever you're sipping on. Um, it's actually getting to be some nice weather. Next weekend's going to be amazing weather. Um, and we have the whole weekend off, so it's going to be it's going to be a great time. Um, the next time you hear from me will actually be on 420. I'm not going to be blazing up on the pod, but I will have uh, some interesting things to talk about uh, related to 420. Uh, so with that being said, you know, look forward to that. Um, happy Monday or whatever day you listen to this. Um, and I'll catch you guys all uh, next week. Uh, yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>